So welcome to our podcast. We've been on a long break, but we are back. Okay, I'll say because not just of imposter syndrome, but also I felt like I didn't have a clear reason why as to continue the podcast. But as life so happens, we've I've connected back to this love of recording again and conversing with people and also learning why they joined design, how they do it in the Kenyan context, the challenges, and how we can grow together and just be better designers for our country and for the world. Yeah, and how we can win together. That's like, I'm big on that, how we can win together. Earlier on, I wasn't, as was all over the place, but right now, I think we are all on the same page. Welcome, Chantel. Welcome, Elizabeth. Kindly do your introductions in that order. Tell us who you are, why we should hire you, <laughs> why, who you are, <laughs> who you are, what you do from day to day, how you serve humanity, and why design. I mean, we'd have picked anything else. Why this? Then maybe I can say why I picked design. Chantal, the floor is yours. Um, hi, uh, my name is Chantal, as Tiffany has been called. Chantal Chandarata. I am the operations manager at Podi, but I am a UIUX designer at large now. I, I am also a community manager. I manage a couple of tech communities, um, which is weird because these tech communities are more of code, code-related, coders involved, and I design. So basically, I'm trying to tell you if you want to join a tech community, join one. You have no excuse. Um, Amen to that. <laughs> yeah. Is this the part where I say why design? Yeah. Okay, so why design? Usually I tell people because they can, but <laughs> oh, what? <laughs> why design? It's it's there's something just amazing about creating a digital solution to a real life problem. I don't know if it's just me or everyone here. Yeah, yeah. I think that's why I also do that. So, yeah. You're not alone in that. Yeah, yeah. Elizabeth. All right. Um, so, hi, everyone. I'm Elizabeth Musanga, an engineering student currently, um, an undergraduate engineering student. Uh, I'm also a UI UX designer. Freelance, that is. And uh, what else? Yes, I'm a community person. I guess we are all here because uh, <laughs> of community, I guess. Well, yeah, I'm a community person. Currently quite involved in the communities in and around my campus. Yeah. So why why design? Uh, I said I just stumbled upon design. Yeah, um, I was just telling Tiffany earlier on how just looking for a way we can, you know, like have something that's 
a solution that's actually you know looks workable and it has a thought process behind it and finally when i i bumped into ui ux design or rather when i realized there are actually people that usually design these screens and platforms before they reach to the to the engineers or the developers I, I found it to be a platform for me to be able to express myself and it's something that I actually love doing so much. So I'd say that's why I ended up in design. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, wow. That's, that's awesome. Uh, community people. <laughs> but I can see, like, to be honest, if it wasn't for, for, for community, I don't think I'd be a designer right now. Community really helps, especially design communities. True, I don't true. know, like, are you guys in design communities? Have you ever been in one? Personally, um, no, but I'm trying to get into that. Nice. So, um, like, how about you, Elizabeth? Well, I'd say I have joined some design communities this year. Yeah, even got to do the I4G um, scholarship. So, yeah, I think that's the first that I jumped onto. And it's really eye-opening, I'd say that. And talking about I4G, um, how did you guys learn design? I also started there, by the way. Same. <laughs> <Interesting>. <laughs> Hellish Zuri, but the Zuri that okay. made us. Yeah. And which oh, one? Interesting. I I like at um. Least, pardon. Um. At least what I learned from the Zuri a lot is the the whole process in it, because. For someone who's very new and trying to start, there's a lot of resources or online, yet it's very scrambled. So you basically don't have a roadmap. I think that's one thing Zuri gave me. True. True, true. Yeah. True. How about you, Elizabeth? Are you in this Zuri thing or not yet? I actually am. Yeah. Yeah. I did, the first one that I did was about branding, which yeah, introduced me to a whole new world about uh, growing a product and sticking to a brand, uh, the voice and everything. Then now I transitioned to UI UX and still, yeah, um, I'm doing that too. And like uh, Santella said, it really, the structure, it, at least it, it, it helps you a lot, especially for the beginners or for people that are transitioning into uh, design, it gives you a clear roadmap. Yeah, instead of, you know, you go to Google, there's something, you go, you search on YouTube, there's something, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Also did Zuri, um, how, how many years ago was that? Maybe, oh. yeah, I also did Zuri. Like, hey, how I transitioned into UI, UX, I don't know, because... <laughs> So one minute I was on those the God's twenty twenty scholarship program. Oh, I was doing front end. I was doing front end. Then I joined a design community. Then I was like, hmm, I'm a designer. Who wants designs? And that's how it became a designer. 
I don't know how. Then Zuri came along and at least I knew what was going on because it was just practice projects, getting lost, designing for people projects. You don't know what you're doing, but you're a designer, so you just design. And I think that Zuri really helped to create that does that roadmap it was clear like you start with this then you do this then by the time you prototype there are a couple of things which have been done but when i joined design i just knew design is only one thing research and prototyping <laughs> nothing else so At when i joined research yeah then when i joined zuri this this idea of empathy maps, CG pain points, I was it was my yeah. it You're was like my you know this is part of design. Yes. I was mind blown, like seriously. Even I can I can still feel that feeling. I can still experience that feeling of finding out what pain points are. I did not know what they are. And it just goes to show you, honestly, from a Kenyan point of view, we have a long way to go in terms of teaching people design. Like Zuri is was initiated by Nigerians. Thank God for Nigerians. Oh my goodness. Thank God for them. But now, the way they do it is crazy. I'll say not just because of like there's a certain grit they have that we don't have. So we need to also f- come up with something that matches our grit. Or what are your thoughts on this? I found Zuri to be very, there's a lot of pressure for me. Or oh, you guys love pressure. <laughs> Some of us work well with pressure. <laughs> <Very> well. <laughs> we cry while doing it, but... <laughs> Yeah, I feel like that pressure just introduced. I feel like that's the one training that actually shows you how it is, you know, in real life. Because I mean, if there's a training that's you know, um, it's giving you time, you're going to take um, that pace anyway, like you go with your own pace, then you go to the real world and you're like, oh, wait, this is not how it's supposed to be. So I feel like that pressure when, when you're learning and you have to beat the deadlines and deliver just helps you even to prepare mentally on deadlines and just everything to do with design well that's that's a nice take on it maybe i was being quite pessimistic but honestly when come to think about it it really helped me like when i was doing zuri then i got my first internship it was easy peasy my internship was easy because i could work at during the day, I could work at night. It wasn't stressful because Zuri gave me a taste of the real world. And talking of that, what are the things that people romanticize about design that you think is not true? Like, for example, people think that UI UX is easy and it's oh just God. about growth. <laughs> Who is this yeah. person saying that? <laughs> such stuff what things do you people think, think people... all you do is drag and drop yes. 
<laughs> Unfortunately, that's also the misconception that I might have gotten when I was just like jumping into design. I was just like, ah, you know, I have an eye for design or so I thought. And um, <laughs> yeah, I just like, I just coming up. I mean, I can pick colors. I, I am good with colors. I'm, I've been an artsy person from Kitambo. Yo, it, it's just, it's not just placing components together to, to make something beautiful. There's a lot of learning and then learning too. Oh, and the reading. Okay. <laughs> I think, I think my, my, how, how I joined uh, how I studied design is quite different. So I didn't find those misconceptions Kwanjia, um, during the journey. I I came to hear about them later on when I knew what, what was supposed to be done. So people will tell you out here that, oh, from my very young age, I had a liking <laughs> to technology. No, that's not true for me. I knew I was, I, I yeah, I could handle a comp and shut down and do an Excel sheet and stuff. But mm-hmm. I didn't know about the software world until 2019 when my cousin with connections got me to a boot camp. And then now I started with backend. From backend, it became boring. <laughs> I went to front end. And then one day I, one day I saw my friend she was in a there's this boot camp called microverse so the their mm-hmm. first their first module is them creating a let's say a site like replicating it exactly how someone has done it now this someone this is a design and then i was like wait a minute you can actually do that without coding boom so boom. this misconceptions because i take them off because I have come to learn about them after I got to know stuff. Hey, I do, I, I I get offended. <laughs> I know. I think I share the same. Uh, let's say I share the same journey with you. Like I started with backend. Yeah, I did Java for actually a big part of 2019, and then mm. um, and uh-huh. then apparently we're in the same web. Uh, Cohort with Tiffany for 2020. Yeah, and then I was just like, ah, no, like this, I'm still just not feeling it. And then I realized, yeah, you can actually, or you can actually design something, you know, you don't need to be dying with bugs every time and just feeling like you're not moving forward. Yeah, and I realized design just felt, for me, just now what I was finally like, okay, this is the hill I'm willing to die on after this this no no turning back and i think for design the thing is people don't know is that once you start design it's really hard to go back i don't know there's just something about it or yeah. is it it's just like it's just like that final destination it consumes you it huh. yeah it's a part of you it, it makes sense like for me it makes sense like when you do coding, like I did coding, I was like, man, a couple of years ago, I was looking at this uh, goal I'd set for myself. By the end of that year, I'd have been a front-end web developer. Uh-huh. And then when I'm looking at it right now, I'm like, oh my goodness. 
what it doesn't make it it didn't make sense to me but when i did design it made so much sense i had so many ideas in my mind and now i could make them like real i could see how it works and i think that's the beauty of design and working with engineers to actually make it real is also awesome yeah 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 um another question i'd like to ask you other than why design do you think like currently in our kenyan system there's room for designers like is there potential for people to get hired as ui ux designers despite that there are no schools there, there's no campus where you can go like if it were not for communities there's no course on ui ux design despite yeah. the fact that it's a really big industry yeah i think i think someone told me there's a design school in nairobi I'm hey watch yeah i'm not sure wow. i was sure it's just specifically for design i'm not sure about it but i'll do my research and get back to you Other awesome that, to be completely honest and please someone don't crucify me this this is just <laughs> my opinion but there's no room for designers in kenya okay honestly <laughs> And this coming very... from an operations manager yo <laughs> and if they there is um their efforts and the kind of work they do does not match what they will be given True. so far in my experience uh in looking for jobs and people i have talked to that's my take so and as a designer that- <laughs> as a designer i just i just tell anyone just look for a remote job remote is the way to go yeah yeah actually ask someone who like is a senior ui ux uh, designer and owns uh, a startup here in kenya and they were just like yeah how did advice you just focus on the Kenyan market at the moment and it was just it was a bit disappointing but yeah i i feel like the like shantella said the the effort uh versus the reward is not so in line especially for design cuz uh it's it's not yet there like it hasn't been that much embraced in the Kenyan market honestly and uh there are still people who don't you know know much about ui ux or what but of course everybody knows if somebody says i'm a front end developer someone else says i'm a full stack developer even if someone who's in a totally different field can be able to understand what they mean but for ui ux design yeah it's still not there yet when i was telling my family i'm a designer the first thing they asked me me when you fundi wanguo and i was like oh my goodness where do i start this so the quickest <laughs> the quickest example i'd come up with is whatsapp because everyone uses whatsapp yeah and i can't believe i used whatsapp to illustrate what i do but that's the closest example i had to explain because if i'd say oh i'm a front end web developer they'd understand those are website things but you i i think we still need to do more as community people as advocates as people in the job to 
tell people what design is all about. And I can attest, like, remote is the way to go. I'm a remote designer, so remote, I'd say, is good. Um, for the local, what is it called? The local um, scene, I'm not mm-hmm. really sure about it because the problem also is people are looking for experienced designers. So that room for growth for newbies is really... Like how to come correct. And I think these yeah. and mentors, you'll come correct because they're there and they'll help you. But if you learn on your own and you start applying for jobs, people look at your work and they're like, Oh, this is not what you're looking for because you're not there yet. And they're supposed to give you that experience. Because like what I've learned personally is like you'll be employed of course as a designer like i had all those skills i had a portfolio i knew how to do all those things but when you hit the ground running in in the job things are different like what you learn in zuri and what you'll be doing in real life i feel it's different like even when you'll be doing those pain points when you'll be doing the figma stuff it's it's not the same and we need that exposure and sadly I don't know what we can do to create that exposure, but we need that exposure. Yeah. Um, Chantal, like so far, what would you, like if it were you, I'll not say you starting out, but else about the design field and how they can be better and how they can do things differently from what you did so that they can become a better designer. What would you tell them? Do not procrastinate. Oh, man. Do not not procrastinate. You want to create your portfolio, create it. I'm still struggling with creating a portfolio. To date, I just keep procrastinating and it's what... Everyone keeps asking, where's your portfolio? And I'm like, yeah, I have designs, but um, not uh, yet. It's in construction. And I think I feel like I've missed out on a lot of opportunities because, yes, I have designs. I can showcase them. But I feel like the way I'm showcasing them is not how a designer should showcase them. So your portfolio is important, really. And I was seeing a TikTok. Someone was telling people that, um, if you have a laptop and Wi-Fi, uh, just find what it. He told them to like do a comp science course or a web design course. And if it's web design, now option. If it's web design, make sure make sure you do WordPress and do it well, and then create uh, designs or code. And then put them up. And then he, co- he continues to tell them, in three to six months, you'll have your first job at the comfort of your home. And uh, yeah, I'm wrong, that is not true. Ooh. So, yeah. Uh, on In that context, a lot of people, I think this week, just three people have asked me, you're a designer. Um, what's the market share in it? My friends. Mini King, yeah, design. It wasn't about the money. It was about <laughs> the craft. I just learned that, oh, I can I can earn from this, but I. So, um, 
it's it's just the whole software world is a bit complicated you need to be very skilled and very patient to make millions become a tech bro a texas so just don't compare yourself with anyone don't procrastinate and do not procrastinate i think funny you'll have to repeat the question (laughs) i had disappeared sorry guys no problem so as designers like where you have reached what would mm-hmm. you, I'll not say what would you tell your younger self, but what would you tell someone joining the UX industry, the design industry? Like, what would you tell them to do or not do? Something uh, you, you wish you would have done. Okay. I'd say uh, being naturally gifted <laughs> in art or in design, well, it's just one thing to ta- to get you there, but well, for some people that is, it's just one thing to get you there, but what will keep you um, relevant in the market or will help you grow is the consistency and the ability to seek feedback and just be be happy, with, be, be comfortable with being told, yeah, your designs sometimes are not, <laughs> they're not, they're crappy, they're not good. Yeah. yeah, so I think that's one thing about design, it's... Um, don't be emotionally attached to your designs because you'll get some feedback that will be, well, good for your growth, but sometimes if you own it, it might hinder your growth. That's that's so true. I experienced that. I yeah. had, um, when I was in the community, before I left it, I, I, like, the feedback I was being given used to just kick me. But it really made me it really it really built me it shaped my the way i thought and the way i approached design because people have this conception of design is just how it looks but there's so much strategy so much thinking so much research there's so much behind design that by the time you reach that interface stage it's just it flows so I'd, I'd second you on that. Feedback can be a pain, but it's that pain that you need to kick you to the next level. And for my portfolio, Chantel, I was in the same league. The pressure <laughs> to get getting <laughs> But do you know what made me craft my portfolio? In one night, there's a designer a senior designer approached me and DM'd me and told me, we are looking for a senior UI designer. Would you be interested? Just send us your portfolio. How will I say no? Wow. And <laughs> I was like, hold up. I'm not a senior designer. But anyways, let's get something out there. And within yeah. one week, because of the pressure, I finished it. And that's what I'm using today. It's a very weird portfolio, but that's what is up there till date. And what I can tell you is, imagine just force yourself. I don't know. Or do you? are you waiting for an offer to come so that you can do my route? Because my route is also very effective. 
I had a portfolio ready and I applied with it everywhere. What I'd tell my, I've been telling people, oh my goodness, all this while, since a lot of people also reach out to me in the DMs about design and stuff, I'll say what I'd tell my, the people joining right now is you have to believe in yourself. You may not be the best, but you need to believe that what you have is good enough. Because in essence, it's not just your skills that make you a designer, but it's also who you are as a human being that makes you a designer. That's what will make you stand out from any other person. You may not be the best person in Figma or the best researcher, but you may have the humility and the empathy that will be able to help you connect with your target audience that all the other people may not have. So it's about believing in yourself. The little you have is enough to push yourself to the next level. Yeah, that's what I'd say. And just talking about how we started, like what has, what have your struggles been? Like what struggles can you share? Like, I know it's yeah. not easy. Yeah, I mean, it's not easy. So, what's not, This is something when you tell everyone, guys, it is yeah. not easy. There are days you will cry at night, literally. There are days you will wake up and feel like design is not your thing anymore. But just show up. My struggles have been, let's just first and foremost start from looking for a mentor or finding one. And having them engage is so difficult. I have a couple of mentors and I have to force them to talk to me and at times they just don't. Like, Juicy too, I was doing a design and I asked my mentors to help. Uh, I just asked two mentors. One of them got back and said he'd look at it. He's never gotten back again. So they might be busy too. I have no idea. But I, it's not in my place to judge them. And this other mentor started. You could see he really wanted to. And then he said he'd gone at a later time. But then again, he hasn't until now. So yeah, finding a mentor who's just dedicated yeah, yeah. to when you're alone. Eh, it's a struggle. Yeah, and... I know like this EDP list and all that, but also sometimes you need context, the Kenyan context. Like when you design a page, for example, for a Kenyan startup, you need someone in the Kenyan, with the Kenyan experience and background to show you like, this one will not resonate to the audience or to give you that relevant feedback. So exactly like, I can also say sometimes feedback had you to get yeah yeah any other struggles Chantel before we move uh, to Elizabeth apart from having trouble finding a met- mentor or waking up and feeling like this is not my thing yeah but yours there's also you mentioned not believing in yourself uh that happens a lot Imposter syndrome, a lot. I just, Jamini, ito. Akuna mtu mingina takuwa minia. So I was told. 
true. Yeah, and before we move to Elizabeth, I want to tell you something that really shifted my perspective in terms of imposter syndrome that has really helped me even when I don't believe myself. Because those those moments are many because like of late, I think this year I've been working with senior people, senior designers, senior people like generally, most of the people I work with are ahead of me in terms of experience and everything. And I'm like, why the hell am I in this team and I have to keep on telling myself. And I think when I saw this this post by ADP List, it made so much sense. It said, the people who are less experienced than you, less skilled than you, but they're doing more than you because they believe in themselves. So it's not a matter of you not feeling good about yourself. It's just good about your skills and all that. It's just that... You just need to do it because other people are doing more than you, even when they're less skilled than you. So it, it, for me, it shifted things into perspective. It's not a matter of me not feeling good about myself. It's just about a matter of doing it, even if you don't feel good enough. Yeah. Sure, mm-hmm. sure. Mm-hmm. How about you, Elizabeth? What struggles have you been going through? Other than what uh, Chantel has mm-hmm. that it's with us all. <laughs> yeah, uh, definitely the tears will be there at some point. <laughs> yeah, um, like in, any other pl- uh, uh, field, when you want to grow, you have to put in the effort, and sometimes it can be, it gets ugly when you want something really bad, but it just doesn't seem, it wants you back. <laughs> yeah. Um, there's, I think at some point I experienced burnout um, and um, also create, creative block or I don't know, creativity block. You're just there trying, you have the idea in your head, but you're trying to put it down. It's just, uh, it's just not um, coming through the way you're seeing it. Um, I think, yeah, that's, that's one of the major challenges I've experienced. And also, uh, one thing I learned to do is just put perfection on the side because if you decide to just be have a perfect design, that will ne- never make it out of the draft. That's one thing I, I, I got to learn. Just have to be okay with, okay, let me just be okay with, okay, this is what I have done. Um, I can get feedback while I take a break from what I have done and focus on another design maybe. Because if you decide to just, this is the one that is going to make everybody notice me and notice my design, yeah, it's going to, you'll keep on realizing, okay, there's this thing you've not done, there's this thing you've not done, or there's this other field. And it's it's like a rabbit hole. You just keep on digging and, yeah, you just, like, you're just not getting to the end. And there's a lot to discover, that is. Um and imposter syndrome, I'd say, just cuts across everywhere, honestly. So you just have to believe in yourself because, yeah, there's there's a lot. Sometimes just, and that's when you realize you're learning, when you're, you know, you're like really into this, but then imposter syndrome is coming your way. Just hang in there and put, put your best foot forward. Yeah, um, I think that's it. Like for me, at, on top of what you guys have said, my personal struggles, I think I've shared this in a previous episode, but I'll just mention in brief. 
Number one is pressure to get a job in the first place. Like being unemployed for some time and people just seeing you on the computer all the time and not understanding what you're doing. That pressure from outside to get a job and to just settle for anything because of that, you have to get a job was really a challenge at the beginning. And also the pressure from within because you know your potential and you know you can do it, but... The jobs just aren't coming and you're applying for things which are not designed just because you need a job. And from what I know, from my experience, there's no way I would be doing a job and learning design. I just had to be all in. So that pressure at the beginning was so hard. And to whoever is listening, I'll just tell them, don't give up. Oh my goodness, don't give up. I thank God. Please. Yes. Hi. Oh. I had like the pressure of just settling for anything just because it's a job and it's not what you love was really immense. And now you're doing something they've never heard of. You ex designed the like what is this Nif design Yanguo, but now you had to sit them down and talk them through and learn from scratch with the few resources you had to get that job. And the toll it took on me, I, I don't know. Like, not resting. I had to push through. Working almost every day. That point where at least I can say I have an internship or I have a job. It really took a toll on me. And I really thank God he pulled through. It was months of late nights, early mornings, and just pushing through. So that pressure and people not understanding what you do. And something else I'd say has been a challenge for me is my ego. I did not know I had ego. I, But design, design has a way of showing you who you are, the good, the bad, mm -hmm. and the ugly. One of the things I realized about myself was ego. And now I'm working on it and learning how to put other people first and other people's needs first. This thing is real. And working on that, like my challenge has been ego as well as self-validation. Like me being, like me of other people validating my skills or validating me as a designer i dealt with that i had a challenge that like 
I don't need to be told I'm a good designer to be a good designer. I am a good designer and I need to be. So that need of self-validation as well as ego. Ego has just been the biggest one. And also the fact that it never stops. This cycle of learning never stops. And at first I was thinking like, ah, now because I know this and this, I'm good to go. But lo and behold, when you're sitting down with your manager and you're being told, "Uh uh-uh, it just hits you. And you're like, oh my goodness, it's so true. But my ego is preventing this fact. Because logically speaking, you know. But this this part of you, you're like, but why? And just dealing with that. And of course, working from upcountry is not easy as a designer oh my goodness i wouldn't advise anyone to move back to work remotely i wouldn't the challenges are many like not having electricity being the norm you not having internet because it's raining i i don't know remote remote (laughs) but i'm a remote designer like it's it's tricky because I say that but I'm also grateful for the fact that when I step outside there's a very beautiful view I have chicken, I have cows and there's this it's just an interesting life but there's this other side of not having electricity not having constant connection because the internet is unstable so just having to accept and live with that. But th- besides those challenges, I'd say I'd, there have been blessings, right? Despite the imposter syndrome, despite the not believing in ourselves and not having enough mentors. Like, we should also talk about our blessings. So, Elizabeth, what has your blessings been ever since embarking on this sorry um, was special tech ui ux that's one Atta, don't even deny that uh, design is one place that actually made me you know of course uh, Hello, Elizabeth. I think. Oh, so okay. We'll just. Oh yeah, you're back. I don't know where did I live, <laughs> or when did I live? Oh, you were saying about design is a space where you. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, well, I'd say uh, design has been that one platform that has enabled me to express myself and be like champion for myself. I'd say that because other places I'd be like, okay, you meet someone, uh, they tell you, okay, this, this work you've done, I'm not sure about it, but you can't really defend it. I think for design, I got that chance um, to, you know, like it's something you have learned and you have grown with time and learning it that has 
you know, like you're sure this you're ready to support support it and champion for yourself. And it has enabled me to also like get to talk to people and get to be out there in the community, I'd say. Actually, uh Spaciatech was uh, very green and leading an entire team for design. I've learned so much and, and yeah, it, it was a good experience. It's, it still is a good experience for me. And also design, I'd say, uh, even that I've done, let's say, like other jobs and been in other spaces of employment, I'd say design is one place. I lost her too. I think it's this uh, internet thing. I'm not the only one who experiences it. I what? feel so good. <laughs> I am not in remote, remote, but well, I am. I'm in your, I guess maybe. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Wait. Can you uh, hear me right now? Yeah. You're back. Okay. Let me just. Uh, huh. Well, let me just uh, exit and try to join and see if maybe that 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 works better. Yeah. No problem, uh, Chantal. Maybe yes. in the meantime, you can share with us the blessing received from joining this space. Spaciatech. No, not Spaciatech, but this industry of design. Oh, the design industry. Yeah. Or it's just been bad all along. No, no, no. Hey, no. Ah, no. Come on. So, <laughs> um, it's, it's, it's been good. It, it finally, I don't know. I feel like it gave me a voice in some sort of way. Just some sort of weird way. I have a voice now. I know if someone asks me about design, I will be confident enough to respond. And even if I don't know, the response to it, I'll just tell them that I am not sure, but I can research it for you. You see, uh, because I, it was, I don't know, there's just something about standing in front of people and start, starting to speak or leading a group of people and kind of teaching them or guiding them on something. And if you don't know what to do, it's, it's really messy. True, true, true. And I think that ability to help other people, like for me, that has been a blessing. Like me, that's, I'd say that's a blessing. Like seeing my designs in other people's phones across the world, in a different part of the world, has been a blessing for me. Yeah. How about you, Liz? Uh, sorry, could you please repeat the question I had left? No, I was like saying it's not been all bad. We've had struggles oh, and yeah. turmoil, but we've also had blessings. So what has your blessings? How has your blessings been coming up for you? How? In what form? I think uh I'd say career wise, uh it's the one platform that I've I've learned um that has enabled me to to express myself and yeah, to just get out of my comfort zone and get to, you know, create amazing designs and collaborating with with uh, awesome people out there. So 
I'd say that's the one thing, like I had not really envisioned that much. And I got, I've, I've gotten to learn so much. True. And I think that, I think also community has played a big role for us, like connecting sure. with people and seeing what other people are doing and being helped and as well as helping people and guiding people. It really helps. It shows you that it's worth it. It's even if it's not monetary, it's worth it because you're imparting something new and leaving a gem that that money can't like replace, if I can put it that way. It's it's so special. So I'd also advocate for people to join communities. And could you like list, for example, the communities you'd have designers join so that they can be better? Mm -hmm. um, I think there's UI UX Nairobi. That's a community I, okay, I'm currently just in their Slack channel, but I remember I used to have meetings. Sometime in June, I joined a couple of their meetings. Yeah, um, UI UX Nairobi. I got to learn a lot from those sessions and um, like open source. So just joining open source for design, I, I think the one platform will get to be mentored and grow together with others. Yeah. So for example, you have Spacia Tech and well, that's the, the one place I've contributed for to open source. I am still looking for like other places contribute open source uh, design that is. Yeah. Um, just UI UX, there's also UI UX Kenya, but uh, so far I know like it's a WhatsApp group. I don't know if um, the platform is elsewhere. Yeah. And ADP list. Yeah, ADP list for mentorship and to get uh, to speak with the designers that are in that platform, then you'll get to learn a thing or two in those 30 minutes. Yeah. How about you, Elizabeth? Any communities you'd advocate for and oh. communities Chantel. that would help? Oh, Chantel, sorry. Oh, design communities. Yeah, yeah, Chantel. I'll join the ones Elizabeth has mentioned. Though so I think there's UIUX Kitchen. Is it the one yes. you're talking about, Elizabeth? They've been silent yeah. for a while. Yeah, yeah, I think okay. Um, but I'm like, not sure the same thing, but yeah. Oh no, no, not your UX kitchen. I was thinking of mm -hmm. another one. Nairobi Design Week. That podcast is oh. dope. Nairobi okay. Design? Nairobi Design Week. The pod. I'll I'll share the link with you guys. Oh, um. It's dope. Oh, yes, and okay. another one. Mm -hmm. The one I'd advocate for is Friends of Figma Nairobi because I'm there. Oh, yeah. Like, I'm also there, by the way. If, if you want to learn Figma. Oh, you guys are there. Yeah, I'm learning Figma. I mean, I teach Figma there. So, yeah, I'd no advocate way. for that. Yeah. Pardon? No, I am. Um, someone just approached me from this space, but I don't even know what it does. At, at least if you tell oh, yeah. us about what it does. Friends of Figma, I think oh, yeah. the way Same. Friends of Figma Nairobi is quite diverse mm -hmm. in the sense that it's it's devs, mostly devs, upcoming designers, managers, everyone is just there. And 
it's a space where we can learn design. So in the coming weeks, we are planning more sessions, especially for newbies, because we've had many people asking us what is Figma and what is design, and you're like, oh my goodness, where do we start? So just yeah. a place where we can learn. <laughs> and we thank God for that. Like, there's a space you can say truly, go to Friends of Figma and you learn what design is. So that's what we're trying to do at Friends of Figma is to teach people design using Figma because Figma has been a tool that we are all using to come up with designs here, there. So we are trying to put all these design principles and use that tool to come up with good designs. So I'd say Friends of Figma Nairobi. Nice, nice, nice. So Elizabeth forgot to mention UX walkthrough. Ooh, I follow them on Spotify. That's a really good place also. Yeah. And then we recently tried to start reading books together with people online. Hopefully it works. Ooh, a book club. Oh man, this is just awesome. Could you, wow, I'll just send me the link and I'll do a shameless plug on my Twitter. I've really wanted to join a book club for design books and you guys are doing that, right? Yes. Oh man, that is awesome. So right now, which book are you guys doing? We're doing Don't Make Me Think. We expect to do chapter two on Wednesday. Ah, You'll send me a link so that I can share so that we can move along together. And that's a really good book. Really yeah. helped when I was thinking out. So me too. Awesome. So I think that's it for now. We might do a part two later on, but for part one, I think we can call it a wrap. And I can just say thank you so so much for you guys joining and sharing your honest opinions about design number one what i know is design is not easy and getting into design in kenya there's no structured way for to be honest there's no structured way and i don't know expect of us when we are applying for jobs and i think we can try and reach out to people who are in that in those high places so that they can share with us what they expect but the bar is so high or is it just me yeah i think so too and, and the fact that you that want us to do <laughs> it's not Pardon? uh beginner friendly eh. oh yeah 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 and you have to have connections i forgot to mention that also yeah, I think that's no part of life, unfortunately. No, but for design, it's even worse because the opportunities present are so few. So by the oh, time you know someone who's looking for a designer and specifically a UX designer, you'd have jumped through hoops and moved mountains for that. True, true. But I want to ask also a question. Do people get jobs through communities? Like, have you seen someone as a designer getting a job through their community? That's a really tough question. 
Mm. Can you say, hey, this person joined this community and it helped them get this job? I've, okay, I've seen developers do it. I'm not sure about designers. Yeah, um, well, and maybe referrals, uh, like if somebody has interacted with you in the community and they are sure of what you can deliver, I think they would probably vouch for you. That's what I'd say. But at the moment, okay, I can't say I've, well, I've just, I haven't been that many, uh, those many design communities. But I think if presented the opportunity, as in, if somebody asked me, okay, I'm looking for a designer, I'd know who I'd, I'd point out because I can see what they have done. And we have worked together and I can see this is what they are capable of uh, delivering. So I think that's what I'd say the approach is when it comes to <clears throat> communities and designers yeah Chantal um I'm I'm still yet to see that happen yeah <laughs> like I think the I, I, I would I be wrong to say that we this space of ours is still young in the sense that this is now the time we are forming communities. This is the time now we are now talking about design for real in in spaces. Like you can now advocate for it. It's still young or am I wrong? Because I also know, I can't say it's young and there are people who are OGs in this industry. But we yeah. also don't know the OGs. Like, I don't know what to say. <laughs> True. I, I was surprised I was in a call. Um, I think it was yeah, one of the UIUX Nairobi uh, sessions. And somebody had 10 years of experience in UIUX design, a Kenyan. I was surprised because I was just hearing of UIUX. Like I just started hearing uh, about it last year. And then there's someone who has 10 years experience. Yeah, I feel in like... Yeah, we need people to champion for, for it because, yeah, there's that gap. Like, there's no mid-level designer that I've come across, but I've seen so many beginners and junior designers and a gap, then we have senior designers who've been there for long and they're like, okay, interesting. Maybe we should have them tell us what their roles were before they finally became, you know, the role was finally, like, pointed out to be UI UX, uh, senior UI UX designer. I think what I'll do in our next episode, I'll bring someone like that. I'll really oh, have nice. someone line up. Yeah. Before I forget, you guys are juggling so much. How do you balance it? Because I there's this new wave of designers and they are more of in the sense that during the day that school or at work then at night they're in alex or zuri and at the same time they're doing open source and at the same time they're doing other things and it's all in a matter of doing everything at the same time i wouldn't advocate for it but these are the waves of this is the wave of designers which i which is upon us which is here and i know you guys are also juggling a lot so help someone out how do they balance it all one person to advice, but you guys like you Elizabeth is in school and then 
by day it's cool by night that's sorry for communities so how you make it <laughs> uh well it's not easy i'm not going to lie um yeah at some point not at some point actually yeah a big part of the time i i lost my social life but i'm trying to regain it back by learning better ways of being busy not just uh having all your time occupied so i think it's you just get to learn like you learn a lot about uh balancing your time because you have to have time for apart from having all these things going on you also need time for yourself for friends for family like yeah it's it's not easy to say that but just learning how to manage your time well and knowing when you need to rest um is is a good is a good thing so it takes i think it it it, it takes a lot of like being intentional about it for you to to be able to balance that like not just throwing this and then picking this like if you want to do this this and that you have to be intentional about how you're spending your time so it's not easy i've definitely cried a lot of times yeah but also having someone who's you know who who's telling you you can you can do this and just guiding you or even telling you when they know that you you're past your your limits yeah it's it's good it helps you know when you when you have someone reminding you you're you're human sometimes and it's okay to take a break so it's yeah i think that's what i'd say there's no uh clear roadmap that you need to do this abc but it takes a lot of sacrifice sometimes it's sleepless nights sometimes it's missing out on um good uh on a, on a good time to beat a deadline or something yeah so meet a deadline that is so it's yeah it takes a lot of sacrifice that's what i'd say before shantel you share your take on this i'll also say something that not mean like you're not told when you transition into design it takes a lot of sacrifice you will have to sacrifice to get where you want to be whether you like it or not it's it's not a gamble it's, it's you have to sacrifice you have to be willing to sacrifice and show up when other people are going for dunda you have to just stay in and do that boring course but you will have to do it to reach where you want to be and it it will be worth it like you'll sacrifice so much like for me i'd say my challenge is now getting back a social life it is weird because for months on end i can even say i'll, I'll say a year plus on end you're just hitting it hitting it hitting it on design and now when you're now you have to take a step back and now do social stuff you're like this is hella weird because you're so used to the the grit and that lifestyle that it becomes comfortable for you so going back also is not easy but i'd say also balance but also know that you would sacrifice that is that is you have to yeah true yeah have to How about you Chantal like how are you balancing it all let's see um 
I think in the long run, you'll just have to choose. Because <laughs> I don't think I have friends anymore. If I do, I have to like reintroduce myself. <laughs> <laughs> nice one, true. Um, and at times you get calls and you're like, so and how can you pick your story? And certainly, Trumbaya, but we personally wanna feel how na your time. Yeah, so, I don't know. I just think like you have to choose. So you just decide this weekend. I am not opening my laptop. It's usually hard. It's very yeah. Hard. So if you yeah. have a support system who just comes and just main main switch the whole house, maybe then. But support system. Someone like Liz said, someone who keeps pushing you towards your goal. That way, they tell you you can still school and still like I know my support system usually tells me, you know, the first person who's done this, and people have been successful, so you don't have an excuse. So yeah, I just keep. I would never. I feel like I'm. I'm. I'm stuck. I look up again, and they're like, okay. And then they'll remind you again to get back onto it. So yeah, you need a support system to be able to manage all that. Yeah. And how do you get one? Me, I need one. Because sometimes I feel like I'm burning, man. I'm burning through and I know I have like my, my mom to like, even if she doesn't understand what I'm going through, at least she'll be there to tell you going to be okay even if it doesn't like there's some people who don't have that so how do you get a support system to help you for true for sure you need someone to tell you it's going to be okay through those tears now how do you get a support system you'll just have to move out of your comfort zone and go make friends so obviously not everyone will be all welcoming and but there's that one person you might connect with and just start baby steps until you guys get close enough to share things like that things like i'm breaking down i can't do this anymore and they'll be like no pause relax breathe in breathe out take water now talk to me you see so just start small but if you don't have a support system look for one get out of your comfort zone um, the main friends, you don't have to just go partying. You can go to take events. Oh, yeah. Um, you can find there people you can find are very easy to talk to because if you look at their feed, uh, you'll feel like they are really friendly. Okay. Yeah, yeah. How about you, Elizabeth? Like, how do you like your approach to finding a support system? Um, well, I think it's it's just someone you you feel like will be genuine um, with the feedback uh, when it comes to you. Uh, but for me, it's yeah the same thing. You have to get out of your comfort zone and learn to be honest about how you're feeling and what you actually want to express or like if you know this
Elizabeth, pardon? Chantelle, you're on, or is it me, my internet? No, I'm on. She just dropped off. Oh, I think yeah. I think we need to we need to wrap up and start from there when we get yeah. better connectivity. No problem. I think I said that we finished our, our podcast episode like a few minutes ago, and this it's just flowing. So I think for I you, just, <laughs> we need to do a part two. Of this. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, hey. we'll do you're back yeah okay i'm just i don't know it's today the internet just decided yeah it's not on my side sorry about that yeah um yeah just say get out of your comfort zone and uh be intentional about it like if you i remember there's this uh taxi okay the taxi driver that um drove me to, to school and then was like uh, if you ever need um if you need like a, a cab anytime you can always call me we are friends now and i'm like oh <laughs> interesting i've never had someone actually say something like that like you know <laughs> but I'm like well that's that's bold of him uh i'd say well if you you're that bold just go and tell someone hey i want you to be this person, the person that um, is giving me feedback, of course you have to be friends first. It's not just a stranger you're you're going to attack with all that, and they'll be like, "Oh, okay, okay, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah." You know, like I don't feel like that. I'm not as emotional to be giving you that feedback, but yeah, I think it's it can be family, it can be friends. Yeah, just have that person you feel like you can be genuine with when it comes to. Uh, how you're feeling about your work and everything that you're experiencing, and also someone you're sure will be honest um, when it comes to giving you feedback. Because you, at some point, I was just like, "No, I'm blocking you. You're too, you're too honest. Why are you telling me I'm self-sabotaging?" Like, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Sometimes it's it's it goes both ways. It's someone you feel you feel like you're going to be open with, and they're going to give you feedback about. Um, they're going to. Help, uh, help you understand when you need to take a break. But also, that might also be the same person telling you when, you know, calling out your bullshit. So, yeah, yeah so you just have to be honest about that part of you wanting to grow and wanting to hear um, what someone else has to say about me. Yeah. And honesty is a hard thing. Like, well, not it's like, like honest, it's hard, but oh my goodness, it's very, it's refreshing, if I can put it that way, it's, it's, it's amazing, so I think for real now we'll wrap it up, and maybe it would be an honor to have you back again, I don't know how an hour has just passed like that, but thank you so much for joining, and if I invite you guys, I hope you'll accept and we'll do a part two of this. Why sure, sure. We? Why shouldn't we? This was awesome. Thank you. I know. <laughs> I'm like, okay, yeah. Cool, cool. So thank you guys for joining and I'll see you in the next one. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.